Hello, everyone. Welcome to our recap of our double elimination episode here on Survivor Calgary. We had the demerge twist tonight, taking out two pretty strong players right off the bat. Uh, interesting to see how this shakes down or shook down. And I'm joined once again by my lovely co-host, Kendall. Kendall, what did you think of the episode? Hey, um, this was a really spicy one. This one was really fun. There's uh, lots of twists and turns, some very interesting gameplay. And I think that this demerge twist like really, really shook things up, which is yeah, awesome. We see, we see Connell eliminated, who was kind of that auxiliary member of the brawn that they, they cared about, but they weren't. They were willing to cut him if it meant pulling the belligerents in closer. Yeah. Um, but then we see one of those members of belligerents get cut here. We see Kayla go home with a newly found idol in her pocket. Um, some pretty tragic stuff there. We will have Kayla join us later on in the recap uh, this week. Connell, unfortunately, is not able to make it as he's currently hiking the West Coast Trail. Um, otherwise, I think he would he would love to join us, but he doesn't have service. So. It's really rude of him, honestly, to not prioritize his schedule around this. Yeah. I know, and you've been rooting for him to be gone the whole season. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, when I, he was eliminated, yeah, when he was eliminated, I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to face him now. This is, we're going to have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. No, unfortunately not. I mean, in fairness, I don't think he watched season two, mm-hmm. so maybe he hasn't been watching your, your eternal hatred of him over here on the podcast, <laughs> um, but... We'll see. Maybe one day you'll get you'll get to see him again. Um, let's talk a little bit about these conversations that happened before that demerge split. Um, we see kind of Taylor and Kristen jockeying for position here a little bit. Um, before we go, we see kind of this pairing of Connell, Bomi, and Taylor discussed. Um, we see Eric's many many alliances outlined. Um, Talk to me about what kind of you found interesting about this this first little chunk of the episode before we were able to hop into the to the demerge the swamp. Yeah, I mean, I think that like I think that um, we know from last episode that Kristen is generally in a better position or a more intentional position than she seems to be. Right, like even if um, she is, as she's saying, like playing from the bottom. Like that's a strategy. It's a it's a choice that she's making. It's not necessarily that um, she's actually floundering maybe as much as she is. So it was interesting to see. Um, I think especially given the conversation that we had with her last week, so it's a little bit more of like how that's actually playing out and how she's having those conversations and like making those relationships happen where she's really not putting herself in um, in a position. I think of being like viewed as a big target, but still establishing good relation like interesting relationships with people right yeah we kind of see that that tactic that she kind of talked about a little bit last week where she's playing up kind of her emotional response in order to gain some sympathy from other players we see that working on eric eric here like i really feel for kristen as a person i want to keep her around for as long as possible yeah Um, so clearly she's doing something right um He's able to bring in Craig here to vote O'Connell, though Con- Craig obviously wanted Connell out long before that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move into that challenge and talk a little bit about the rankings. Do, and did any of the rankings surprise you? Did you want a, kind of a refresher on exactly how they lined up? I've got I've got it in front of me. I think because so the top five we have Sydney, Shervin, Chelsea, Kayla, and Eric. I think that I'm surprised. 
I'm surprised that Kayla is viewed as highly as she is. I think because... I really think it's almost entirely to do with that first immunity challenge mm -hmm. that was so visible for the edge. Because right. the edge is the one making this ranking. They were the one who saw yeah. her hold up that bucket for as right. long as she did. Um, they were the ones who saw all of that. And don't get to really see the gameplay where she's right. being a little bit more passive, smoking a lot of weed, <laughs> kind, of, kind of chilling and yeah. letting the game kind of take her to where it's taking her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that's super fair. And she is, I think, a really strong player and we've seen her. Certainly. We've seen her like pull that out when she needs to, right? So, um, yeah, I think I think that one was a little bit interesting. There, I'm not surprised that Sydney was ranked first. Um, I do think that that continues to like that just sort of cements it's like nail in the coffin for her as being perceived as a really big threat in the long run. Manages so. to avoid avoid another elimination here though after being labeled as this big threat, which is impressive. It's super um, impressive. Yeah, one thing that kind of stuck out to me as kind of a surprise was like, oh, this is. This is um, kind of surprising that this person is so low. Was Eric, who who was in that top half, but was yeah. ranked right at the bottom of the bronze tribe with Connell, yeah. like just above Connell, right? And I think that the edge is probably able. I assume that the edge is able to pick up on um, some of the dynamics with Connell and the way, like the social game there. And so the fact that yeah, Eric is just an, a, a notch above is pretty wild. It's impressive, too, for yeah. him to be able to downplay his threat level and still be able to kind of maintain this position in the middle is yeah. really impressive with how much of an influence he and Chelsea and Shervin, to some extent, seem to be having on pushing the vote where it's going. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, even Craig, too, right? Like, I think, I don't know, Craig's in a bit of a, like, Braun has been able to pull this alliance through so strongly and for so long, right? And Craig doesn't have that same, um, like, institutional it's not the right word but you know what i mean like he's not, he's not fully a brawn tribe member yes yeah but he is also like he does have really good relationships across the i mean i yeah i don't know he he seems like but but he hasn't been doing super hot in the challenges right like i guess we haven't seen as much of that from him so who knows but yeah yeah it's an, it was eric eric being as low as he was was interesting definitely well, i mean yeah. you mentioned craig not doing as well in the challenges craig was second in that first immunity challenge in the very first one. In the very first one, it was him and Kayla at the end together. Oh Kayla yeah, right. Immunity. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seemingly so he, he's not on first look, he's not the, the person you perceive to be the brawniest, the brainiest, the person who's gonna be as good at these challenges, but he's held his own so far, which is impressive to see. Totally. Um speaking of challenges, we see the two challenges play out here. We see an extremely physical challenge between Eric and Shervin, mm -hmm. which Shervin takes. And we see a very kind of nimble and agile final matchup between Bomi and Taylor, where we see Bomi's spin moves come out in full power. It was power. so good. It was so good. The slow-mo edit was, like, excellent. Although my only comment is I would have loved immediately after that an even slower full replay <laughs> of the whole thing. I was we'll like... We'll keep that in mind for next time. For sure. Yeah, yeah. That was really impressive. That was super fun. Yeah. yeah he, he, he did wonderfully in that challenge. We did also see in that challenge that quick pairing of the three of them, Connell, Taylor... And Bomi kind of linking hands and being like, yeah, we're not going to vote for each other. We saw Tom bring that up at Tribal Council as well. Mm -hmm. Clearly not the case here. Um, yeah, let's move into kind of talking about this week, Tribe. Yeah. Uh, kind, of, kind of talk me through about how you saw the dynamics going into this 
this swap segment with these with these five. Yeah, this was really interesting. I mean, I think because Craig and Kristen were a pretty natural pairing from the jump, right? Um, but but I don't know uh, if anyone in game sees that. No, that's fair. That's super fair. But but at the same time, you know, they were the two. Obviously, they had lost the challenge right off the jump. But like we knew also. Yeah, but we knew also that Bomi, Taylor, and Connell were close going into this, right? And sure. so they are kind of two, the two on the outs. And so, yeah, I'm not sure how much that was seen as Craig and Kristen were going to kind of naturally pair together. But I think that made that made a lot of sense. I think um, Taylor's playing a really interesting game, and I think we can see a lot more of that. We could see a lot more of that playing out in some of these conversations. Um, He's and- so committed to this under-the-radar thing, where he – just and I mean it's working. He's number ten so far. He's yeah. so committed to just sinking as low as he can get, so that no one notices him, and he can just kind of keep slinking his way yeah. forward and forward in the game. It's working great so far for him. He's never it's really totally been targeted as a name, even though he's been on the bottom. Um, some pretty in- impressive stuff there from him. Yeah, super impressive. Um, and then Although I think technically, technically not voting right at this vote. He votes for Craig here instead. I of- was gonna say who was the one Craig vote that 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 went that, that way? That was Taylor. That's why I think we saw him kind of agonizing a little yeah. bit. One thing that we didn't catch on film that I do kind of want to talk about at this tribal council is, as they went to read the votes, we usually turn off the cameras because it's not like really important for us to capture that. Um, Bomi asked Tom, hey, um, if I find an idol, can I play it for someone else? Tom says yes. And Bomi looks at Connell and nods. And so this really freaked uh, Taylor out because he was like, oh, Bomi's going to play an idol right now for Connell Connell. to save him. I'm going to vote for Craig to try and see if I can do something here to influence the vote. And so that my my closest ally in the game, Kristen, doesn't go home. The mind games that Bomi is playing Bomi are just playing. like just trying to fake everyone out at every turn including me by like writing his own name and then crossing right. out yeah yeah like just unbelievable and like because even his conversation with Kristen where he was like you know what would really be wild is if we blindsided Connor yeah. like as if that had just occurred to him which it obviously had not right but like I think it had I think this is all oh for I sure think, yeah but yeah, no, him him presenting it to Kristen, like, oh yeah. That, I don't know. I'm just thinking about this now, but wouldn't it be crazy if Yeah, yeah. Just really, really unbelievable. Because he well, he's gotta know that Kristen's not gonna bring that up to him, right? But no, like, yeah, is, just she thinks that he's tight with Connell and yeah. What do you think about this move from from Bomi? Taking out someone who presumably was pretty close to him, um, and kind of um maybe breaking apart from this brawn group a little bit and making his own lane. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because he's in such a sticky spot, right? Like, because he hasn't had the same amount of time to establish relationships with other folks as, as um, like, as, as all of the other players, right? Because he hasn't been, he hasn't been playing. Um, and it makes it, this is, like, obviously an entirely different uh, reality show, but it makes me think of, like, in Drag Race when they bring back an eliminated queen and, like, it's basically always that the elimin- the person who returns goes home immediately. Like, they're the next person to go home. Um, and I mean, he's Very been... Usually in Survivor when someone comes back as well. Right. So he's been doing pretty good. Like, he's, he's made it through, what, is it two or three? Three tribal councils now he's made it through. But none with immunity. Although yeah. he does have a little acorn 
tactical camping suit fake idol that he's got. Right. Yeah. Lots of uh, lots of mind games all around with him. But yeah, like I think he's doing pretty well. I mean, I think he's in a sticky spot because he doesn't have um, like the shield that bronze do. Yeah, and I, he doesn't have that time in the game that a lot of these other players have too. Where Kristen, uh, Kristen and and Taylor have been through so much together. The right. Braun tribe, they've been through so much together. They just naturally been able to spend a lot more time together yeah. and get to know each other. And we saw that this episode hopping over to the Strong Tribe, where um, Eric, I think, is talking to Sydney. He's like, "Yeah, I just know how you think and how you're approaching yeah. things." I don't really have that same sense from Kayla. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think for Bomi in some ways that it could go either way where people are worried about how he's going to vote. And so they are anxious about getting someone out that they can't wrangle. Or, though, it could really go work in his favor, which it seems to be so far, where people are like, well, he's going to vote whatever, whoever he's on the revenge path yeah. for. I think, I think the, the so. word that was used the most in the game to describe any single player was Bomi is a wild card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's super fair. But I think for him, like, I think that he's also seems to be a player who's thinking about the long game, thinking about jury. And I think if he makes it far enough, he could claim, if you, it, depending on how it goes, depending on who he's needing to convince, he could claim this as, as a move that he was... He did absolutely. responsibility he, for right. I think I think we saw Craig talk a little bit about how he wanted to puppet master getting Connell out here. Yeah, but really, if Bomi isn't willing to flip, um, which he did totally on his own, Connell doesn't go home here. It's Kristen for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I mean, I think that that's it was a it was a risk a little bit of a risky move in some ways, but also not really because. It was a safer vote for him. It was a lot safer in this context of just five of them than it would have been in a bigger... Or he maybe wouldn't have been able to take as much credit for it in a bigger group where it seemed like maybe the national next step that Connell was going to go. Real quick before we move on to the strong drive, I am curious to hear your thoughts about this this Taylor vote as well. Because obviously this is a great move to kick out Connell for Craig and Kristen. They've been pushing for it for a really long time. What do you think about this move for Taylor? Connell seemingly seems to think he's pretty close to Taylor at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little worried about Taylor. I think, I I don't know about, I don't know how this will play for him, but having voted for Craig, I think it probably would have been wiser for him to have been on side with the rest of the, like to for him to be, um, for him to be in, the like in step with Bomi and Kristen because Kristen's a pretty natural ally for him, right? Like they've been playing together at least a little bit, at, le- at least keeping each other in the loop for, from the from the jump. And so I, you know, maybe I don't know if this will change how he is perceived by those two. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure. And 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 it sounds like from what Connell said that most of the Browns don't really trust Taylor from like don't trust Taylor anyways. So like whether him voting for Connell I, and the Browns don't like Connell. So voting for Connell would probably put Taylor in a good spot. Do you know what I mean? Like that just seems like the most logical thing. I could see how he could get freaked out at the, at tribal though. Certainly, especially yeah. with that, that little bit of a fake out. The other thing I do, I know I said one more thing. The other thing I do want to talk about before we move on from that bottom tribe. Did you see during Connell's final words, we cut a little bit to a little clip of Craig 
finding something in the box that holds all the torches. I don't think I noticed that. <laughs> I don't think I did. Greg grabbed a little blue bundle that we've spotlighted a few times on previous episodes. Yeah. That may or may not be the fireball idol. We'll have to check in with that in a future episode. Um, but let's now move on to talking about this strong tribe. Um, and kind of the interesting dynamics here where right away we see the four core brawn that are kind of running things and Kayla. Yeah. And it's kind of hilarious and feels like just really quintessentially Kayla in the best way that she doesn't really click. It doesn't really click doesn't for click her. Until Tom brings it up. At yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, it just feels, that feels really like, it's kind of char- it's kind of a charming Kayla-ism, it seems like, to kind of just be, you know, vibing, doing doing what she thinks she's doing. And like and in her defense, I think that like um the focus on Sydney is really logical, right? Absolutely. And it seems like And I think we we fully saw that focus on Sydney from Shervin as well. I think I think had Eric and Chelsea been down for it, Shervin one hundred percent puts his vote here on Sydney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so I think that um, it 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 made sense that Kayla felt safe. I'm sad that she felt as safe as she did and didn't didn't bring not her even, idol to tribal. Not even bring her idol to tribal council. Now I want to be clear because I was production for all of this. I was watching it. I was interacting with the players as they came up to the booth. All of that sort of stuff. Kayla, once she got to the booth, was like, "Damn, I didn't bring my idol. That's too bad." Um, at no point did she ask me, hey, can I run back and grab my idol? Because I would have said yes. Oh, no. I would have been like, yeah, go ahead, go and run and grab it. Um, and we'll see in future episodes, like, other players mm. run out of tribal to grab other things that they need. Um, so definitely unfortunate here for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely unfortunate. Super. You, you never like going home with an idol in your pocket, especially when the idol isn't even in your pocket. It's back at camp hiding somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was a sad, it was a sad moment for sure. And you know, you even see crazy also for Sydney to get idled out after the crazy tribals that she was at at the swap. Absolutely. It really would have been like a full circle. Kind of poetic. Yeah, no. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I don't know if we need to talk too much more about these dynamics without our boot here, Kayla. Let's add her to the stream. Kayla. How are you doing? How's it going? Hello. I'm good. Um, let me tell you that like exit interview of like, oh damn, I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. That that feeling sticks. <laughs> Re rewatching the episode and seeing that happen, being like, I did. I did fuck up. I should have brought it with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. But I mean, I could say again, like I, I feel like I could see why you. <laughs> thought that you were in a pretty safe spot I was, you know? I was so comfortable like you said like I was vibing I was like we have moved past the point of like sticking to original tribes now we're thinking end game no, with like alliances yeah 100 yeah I was like we're we're done with originals like we're moving forward with it no no it was I was definitely not not thinking in that kind of lane strategic wise However, I do want to solve like a wee little little debate you guys had going on. The the Bomi kind of pitching Connell. I'd like to think that I had something to do with that. Because he and I, unfortunately, I think it fell under lost footage. We did have a really good little conversation about like, hey, mm. we're we're not friends at all. 
we don't have an alliance going. But you do something for me, I'll do something for you. You you vote this way, I will vote any brain you want. You <laughs> name it. I you gotta vote for me, but you do this thing for me first. So, so we did have that conversation. Interestingly enough, a glance into a future episode, we actually saw that from Sydney as well, where Sydney ah. told Bomi, Hey, I wanna get O'Connell. Can you help me out with this? Mm. Um and maybe maybe this is why Bomi flips is he's like, Oh, my two closest friends, Kayla and Sydney, want me to do this for them. I will do it for them. Uh, maybe. I, I would like to think that maybe I had something involved with that. Certainly. Yeah. Um, that but sounds no. like we saw you guys connecting um, early on in that merge as well. That, that certainly yeah. makes sense. Um, who did you feel closest to out, out, on the, out in the forest? Because I know we've kind of been pairing you with Craig for a lot of these discussions, and I think the players have as well. But I know that there was you, – you, you showed some hesitancy towards – Craig in a conversation with Katie in the previous week where you were like, yeah, I think we're kind of making our own alliances and I'm not always privy to his. Who did you feel closest to uh, out there? I um, That's tough because I didn't really, during that time frame, like Craig and I were a really good alliance, but like, like I said, I didn't necessarily, like I did feel like he had other alliances going on. I didn't have a cemented alliance really i felt like shervin and i got really close especially like at the end like when the whole deliberation with braun had been going on like mm -hmm. it had you know it been had been brought up for the past couple episodes that myself eric shervin craig like we were going to be had a final four together and like especially because the four of us had talked it's like no 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 we're like we're thinking end game we're not thinking team based anymore which is is why I kind of went into that council being so comfortable. Seeing you, you, Shervin, and Eric together. Like, ah, oh, this is easy. We'll just get out yeah. soon. We'll be, we'll be smooth sailing from here. Yeah, I'm like, brilliant. Like, this is a, a beautiful way to, like, kind of pick an apple off the tree kind of thing. And uh, I will said apple. <laughs> we saw Sydney also bring up this, this idea that she pitched to you about, like, a girl gang. About you, her, and Chelsea working together to maybe get one of these to get Shervin or Eric out. Um, was that ever something that you bought any stock into? Or were you just like, yeah, this is just a fake plan that they're telling me, but I want to get out Sydney. Yeah, not necessarily. I was like, that seems like a nice way to kind of make me feel comfortable in the moment, I guess. But it wasn't something that seemed like, like it seemed like more so a pitch to be like, hey, don't worry, you'll be fine. Like, let me give you something to be comfortable about. And it was like, no, that doesn't really seem cemented. I got I got this alliance going over here, but like, sure, kind of thing. Totally. Yeah, that's super fair. Kayla, correct me if I'm wrong. Was this the only tribal council that you did not have a joint at? <laughs> this was, yeah, actually. Think that has now that you mentioned that. <laughs> 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 gonna say that feels like a bad a bad sign already it's a bad start yeah <laughs> you know what like nothing you mentioned it it's like I, I wasn't smoking one maybe that would that probably would have helped with something then you would have been paranoid enough to play your idol maybe who knows yeah like yeah. That, that whole thing about like stoners not being coherent when they're smoking weed jokes on them i'm not <laughs> coherent if i'm sober <laughs> Kendall, do you have any other questions for, for Kayla here? Kayla, I'm curious who you were most excited to see on the edge when you got voted out. Oh. I was super excited to see just Steve. 
Yeah. Just because, like, yeah, because you, you were off the bat. I didn't even think yeah. of that. Yeah, no, you had a bunch of humor too. Where like her and I, her and I voted together. Like we had a plan right off the bat, and it didn't work out. And I'm like, no, we could have had something so good. I think I was just really stoked to just see the rest of the Bellinis. Honestly, because yeah. Haley and Conrad were there too. I was like, you know what? I, at least I get to see some familiar faces. Definitely. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I guess there's just one belligerent left in the game at this stage, right? Just, it's just Craig. Just Craig left, and the only, the only two brains left. Mm. Is that correct? No, there's three. No, brains. three. Yeah. yeah, three with Bomi. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was, I was thinking of Bomi as some his own tribe. In his own, <laughs> his own, yeah, his own world. Yeah. The Edge Attorney. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Kayla, do you have anything you want to say to us uh, before Kendall and I get to a very important discussion? No, I think that is it. I think we covered it all. It was, uh, it was, as I said, an unfortunate turn of events, but that's how the game goes. I actually have one more question. Just interesting. Yeah, go for it. Did on your guys' side of the vote? Did you have any speculation on who was going to go home from the other mm. swap, and who were you hoping to see go home on the other swap, other than Connell, obviously? I, Connor was my main one. I was like, please, please get him out. It was just, he was a cocky man. Just a gung-ho individual. And I was like, can we, the satisfaction of seeing him knocked down was, was kind of nice. Yeah, you got, <laughs> at least you technically beat Pono here. He got yeah. beat before you did, so you can take that as a, a little bit of a win. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will keep that in my docket. Absolutely. Thanks a ton for joining us, Kayla. Really, really um, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Take care, guys. All right, Kendall. I'm actually going to add a little bit to this segment. Yeah. Because as of two weeks ago, we had an announcement made where Survivor Calgary would be running its fourth season as All-Stars. I'm going to ask you a question about both of these players eliminated. Do you want to see them come back next season? Um, I would love to see Kayla back. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I would love to see Kayla back. I think that um, it would be, I would be really curious to see how her gameplay might be different. If she, like, you know, if she, if she came back or how she might be consistent with it. Um, and Connell is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Connell's a lot of fun. Any other players who have been eliminated so far who you'd love, who you'd like to see come back? Uh, of course, I'd love to see Justine. I think, obviously, it would be awesome to see Malone play because he played so well and was just, like, a real star. I would be concerned that he would have, like, a giant target on his back. From... He didn't make merge. There will be bigger targets. That's fair. That's super fair. Uh, like, you know, some people here, maybe, who, yeah, uh, who knows? you know, who run the game sometimes. I don't know. Maybe just as, as an idea. Um and who else has been eliminated? Uh, Conrad, Willow. Andy, Willow. Willow, I'd love to see back because I thought Willow was also really awesome, and um, her time was cut back, cut too short. Yeah. Well, let's get into the to the main meet then. Yeah. Who is your player of the week this week? This is a little bit of an interesting week because we have two kind of tribes separate. I'm not going to give you the out of giving two players of the week. You still have to pick one, but I will give. Two from each tribe as your shortlist. Okay. So on one tribe, I have uh, Bomi yeah. as a, an interesting kind of player of the week candidate. 
for really kind of showing some agency in the game and not just proving that he's he's just going to vote out brains no matter what. He's really kind of showing that that's just a, a, a show so that he can advance the game in the way he wants to and yeah. takes out a really big threat here in Connell. Uh, I think you can talk about Craig. Craig, right off the bat, was like, hey, yeah, I want to go with Connell. Connell goes here. Good move for him. Um, on the other side, I think you can talk about Sydney, who first place on the ranking and somehow manages to avoid the target here, manages to avoid the vote, albeit with some luck, um, where Kayla doesn't play her idol. And lastly, I think you want to bring up Chelsea, who seemingly seems to be kind of pushing this vote away yeah. from the Eric, Shervin, and Kayla alliance more towards that core of her and Eric and Sid and Shervin. So those will be my four. It's so hard. Do you want me to give you a one-two? For me, at least. Yes, I would. I would like for you. My to. one and two, I think for me at least, uh, I, I would have uh, Bomi and I would have, I think, Chelsea. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to kind of, I, I think her and Sydney are close. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think for me it's going to be Bomi this week. And that has nothing to do with his hand in getting Connell out which I have been asking for for a couple of weeks. I have no personal stake. Spin? <laughs> it was so impressive. And I want to see the slow-mo spin on repeat forever. Well, maybe and... be, we can post that to the, to the Instagram or something this week. Yes. I think that would be awesome. And again, I want the second one, like really slow, just the last zoomed in spoon fall, spoon falling out of Taylor's hand. Yeah. I think that like, I think that him making it as far as he has already post returning to the game is super impressive. And I think that him, uh, like, yeah, I don't know, like being so much of a wild card and still like that just has really worked to his advantage. He's clearly thinking ahead. I think there's a lot going on in his gameplay that is really interesting and cool. And this is his first like kind of big move. Um, and that's really exciting and cool. And I think, you know, Chelsea, like, laying low, but still being, like, still just being, having such a good, like, just doing so well is really, really super impressive. And I'm curious to see where that goes. Um, yeah. But I think Bomi's, Bomi's it for me this week. I, I think it's a great choice. I think yeah. I think I probably would have landed on the same spot. Um, I think it's it's really interesting to see him kind of break away from that, oh, I'm on a revenge trail um, and start making some, uh -huh. some interesting moves here. Um, and it'll be interesting interesting to see how that sets him up as we move a little bit further into the game. For sure. um, Kendall, do you want to say anything before we uh, we drop off here? I was just going to say that I hope that Sydney is able to take some of the heat off of herself in the next... Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see whether now that she's number one, if some of these people who are ranked in the bottom will start to target her too and, and kind of come together. Now that they've really kind of all voted together, we could see maybe this four coalesce into something. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How about you? Anything else, Cole? One one thing I want to add that has nothing to do with Survivor Calgary, um, but uh, as probably many of many people are aware, most of our audience is from Alberta. We do have a provincial election coming up. Um, May 29th, I believe, is the exact date for the election but importantly we do have early voting opening up starting tomorrow 
and I would encourage everyone to get out and vote um, for, for who you think would be um, the best party and the best leader to lead Alberta moving forward. Go vote. Yay for voting. Voting is cool. Absolutely. Thank you, Kendall, for joining me. Uh, thanks, everyone, for, for tuning in to watch. We'll be back next week to discuss episode 10 of Survivor Calgary Brains, Browns, Belligerence. Uh, and I'll, I'm, I'm very excited already to, to get back talking to you about that one. Yeah, you too. See you, Cole. Cool. See you, everyone. Bye.